Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Have you heard the news? The best podcast for dinosaur fans is out and a roaring good time for all. What happens when a bolt of lightning hits a digger machine on top of a site that's full of dinosaur fossils? Uh, the digger turns into Digger Rex, of course. Join Digger Rex, the half-dinosaur, half-digger, on his adventures by searching for Digger Rex on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Upside Down Story. With most stories, the storyteller introduces themselves at the beginning of the tale. But here at the Upside Down Story, we turn everything flipsy-flopsy, upside-downsy. You aren't going to know who is telling you this story until the very end. Unless you guess sooner, that is. Today you're going to hear a wonderful tale with lots of little hints. And your job is to guess who I am by the end of the story. A mystery narrator? What could be more fun? At the beginning of every Upside Down Story episode, you will get one hint to start with. Today's hint is that the storyteller is an animal. That means that I'm a living creature. Am I a hedgehog? An iguana? Or perhaps a horse? Hmm. Let's start today's story and see how quickly you can guess who the Upside Down Storyteller is. I just love the refreshing river water, feeling the coolness envelop my large, bulky body. My skin is thick and mostly hairless, but it secretes a natural sunscreen that helps keep me moist and protected from the sun when I'm out here running around on the riverbed for up to 16 hours a day, every day. But despite most of my time being spent in the water, I actually can't swim. My chubby legs have to be touching the riverbed, or lake bottom, at all times to prevent my drowning. I can't breathe underwater, and with a weight of between 3,000 to 8,000 pounds, I'm simply too dense to swim. With my massive mouth, which is the largest of all land animals, and gigantic teeth, you might think I'm a carnivore, but I'm actually an herbivore which means that I maintain my huge weight by munching on grasses, fruits, and aquatic plants. My large canine teeth, which are the pointy ones that can look very intimidating, are only used for defense and to show dominance. When I open my mouth wide and bellow loudly, it's not because I'm hungry, it's to show that I'm the boss around here. And let's face it, I am the boss. I'm a highly aggressive and dangerous animal. Just because I love my veggies doesn't mean I'm not quick to anger and willing to do whatever it takes to protect my young. Fiercely territorial and faster than I look, with an ability to run at speeds up to 30 miles an hour, you'd better make sure to steer clear of me if you spot me in the wild. 
In fact, I'm the deadliest mammal after humans, and nearly twice as deadly as lions. I'm native to sub-Saharan Africa, and my kind are often called river horses. Our real name actually comes from the ancient Greek words meaning horse and river. But despite our name, we are not closely related to horses at all. In fact, our closest living relatives are cetaceans, like whales and dolphins. Living in a group called a bloat, we like to stay close to each other. We communicate using a variety of sounds, from grunts and bellows to wheezes and snorts. <laughs> my ears wiggle when I hear my friends calling, and I respond with a loud bellow to let them know where I am. Living in a bloat helps us protect each other from predators like Nile crocodiles and allows us to form strong social bonds. A bloat can consist of up to 30 individuals, led by a dominant male. Our days are typically spent in the water, but as the sun sets, we venture just for a while onto the land to graze. We can travel up to six miles in search of food and consume around 78 pounds of vegetation each night. Our large mouths and lips are perfectly adapted for this grazing lifestyle, allowing us to pluck grasses and fruits with ease. But wait, what's that I hear? The sound of splashing water and excited voices. It seems like some humans are approaching in a boat. It's time for me to show them who's the boss of this river. I puff up my body, open my mouth wide, and let out a mighty bellow. <sighs> I'll catch up with you later, but for now, it's go time. It may be go time for the mystery narrator, but for all of you listening, it's time to take a 30-second break from the story so that you can think about the clues you've heard so far. Write down your thoughts if it helps you. The narrator is large, with thick skin, and has the largest mouth of any mammal. It spends most of its time in rivers and lakes even though it can't swim, and lives in a group called a bloat. Hmm. Your 30 seconds to think start now. The human gasps and quickly paddles away. Ha, that's right, keep moving. This is my territory. Humans have been long fascinated by creatures like me. Ancient civilizations considered us to be a symbol of chaos and depicted us in their art and mythology. And today, I'm frequently a character in the movies you all love. Gloria and Motomoto in Madagascar. Need I say more? Conservation efforts are ongoing to protect my species and our habitats. Loss of habitat due to human activities is the most significant threat to my population. By understanding and respecting our needs and behaviors, humans can help ensure that creatures like me continue to thrive in our natural environments for generations to come. As the sun begins its descent, 
casting shadows and painting the sky with vibrant colors, I savor every bite of the verdant feast before me. My kind have been doing this lumbering, munching ritual for ages, ever since our ancestors appeared 56 million years ago. The gentle rustle of the leaves and the harmonious chorus of the evening creatures create a symphony of nature accompanying my twilight grazing. The riverbank, bathed in the golden glow, is a sanctuary where I find both sustenance and serenity. Ah, I walk towards the riverbank and dip down into it, leaving my nose above water so I can breathe as I slumber beside the other members of my bloat. <sighs> Good night. Okay, Upside Down Storyteller Sleuths, now it's time to solve the mystery. Who was today's storyteller? You have 30 seconds to make your final guesses. Today's storyteller was a hippo. I hope you enjoyed today's upside down story. I sure had fun turning everything flipsy flopsy upside downsy with you today. Put on your thinking cap, grab some paper and a pencil to write down clues, and join us for the next episode of the Upside Down Story. And if you loved this story, then also be sure to check out Rainbow Surfers, a new show launching on the Go Kid Go Network this week. Just search for Rainbow Surfers on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to check out another awesome Go Kid Go show. Go Kid Go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. 